0: Everyone, and welcome to the Canaan STL podcast today, where we connect you to what matters most to God, people, and purpose. This is Pastor Martin here today, and we have Pastor Daniel who is out taking a little vacation, going on a trip with the family down south to see his peeps. And uh, today we got a special guest. He's usually the guy in the chair that makes everything happen in the background. Kevin Clements, also known as the Kevinator around here, Kevin, how are you today? <laughs> I'm great man how you doing? doing good and uh, today we're going to take a little break Kevin. we've been talking about structure uh a lot and about polities that relates to the church, and you know Canaan's under some you know we're we're looking at some possible big changes coming up, yeah man and um some good changes we we think some changes that actually reflect really good biblical fidelity as it relates to like leadership and mm-hmm. as we go to a multi campus model this is something that becomes very very important when we talk about being elder led of course congregational ruled elder led deacon served is kind of the model in yep. the basics but um, there's some big stuff going up, and we've been talking about that on the podcast. Pastor Daniel's been going from classroom to classroom, kind of helping to educate our people on what the scriptures say about this. But today we're going to take a little break because Turkey Day is right around the corner here. Heck yeah, man. Yeah. So, Kevin, why don't you just start by maybe just telling us, like, you know, what are some things that you're thankful for as mm. you think about, like, you know, church life or maybe... Family life, being a dad, being a husband—what are some things you're just thankful for right now? Yeah, um,
1: you know anybody who's who's talked to me in the past couple weeks knows that it's been a hectic couple weeks yeah. uh, for my family. Um, Jenna and I moved a lot closer to the church. Uh, we used to be about thirty-five minutes away, and now um, Google says thirteen, but I think it's more like ten. <laughs> um, you know, so we've we've moved, and on top of that, there is all the stressors that come with that, but we've still been so thankful, um, not just for the ability to to move and to to be closer, but all of the little blessings that that the Lord mm. has sprinkled in along the way. Um yeah. from there was there was some financial concern and um some folks from the from the church who wished to remain nameless, but they stepped in and helped us out with that. Wow. Um there was some of that kind of stuff to a bunch of you pastors, a bunch of the guys coming around to help us like physically move stuff. I had pastor Mike taking a door off in my basement and (laughs) you know, um, just a lot of tremendous blessings on that front. Um, on, you know, on the, the more personal side, dude, my, my son Gideon, um, he, is developing, you know, so much more of a personality. He's inching closer to that 18th, 18 month Mark. Um, and just getting to see so much personality come out in him. Um, and so much, uh, just fun as he Mm -hmm. walks around the house and, you know, blurbs things that I'm sure mean something to him,
0: but to us (laughs) is blah, blah, blah,
1: you know, um, just being a dad and and being a husband. It's a really cool season
0: right now. Yeah. That's awesome, man. And you know they say like uh one of the most stressful things on a marriage is like building a house. I would also say moving from one house to the other is really stressful.
1: Dude, I think I read the other day that it's like the third most stressful
0: thing like <laughs> in an adult's life and I'm
1: like, "Oh, okay, I feel better now." <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah, I believe it, man. It's difficult. Yeah. And it's tough especially in this day and age, you know. So, yeah, you know, I think about like as a father, like definitely Amy and I were talking this morning um before I left the house, we I was spend some time in prayer and in the Word, and she sits across from me on on one couch. I sit on the other in the morning, and and I said, "Hey, what do what are you thankful for? You know, whenever you think back just over our lives, what are some things that stand out to you?" And it was interesting. I had something in my mind when I asked that, and she said, "Well, I think it was when all of our kids were saved and baptized." You mm. know, and of course, I'm like, "Wow, yeah." Um, that was a special moment. I think back to, to Noah's baptism was actually back in West Plains. And so was Emma's. The, the other kids have been here, um, you know, in St. Louis. But, but I remember coming up out of the river with Noah mm. and it was freezing cold. It was in the fall. And, but it was, it was an awesome moment, you know. Yeah. And as I think back, like as a, as a father too, I, I told her, I said, I, I think, when I think back on our family, it's got to be when our kids were born. Mm. You know, there was just that super excitement. I remember, you know, when Amy had Laura, it was like World War Three. Mm. Like, she struggled in labor, and out comes this little purple baby. And, and listen, man, like, it was such an emotional thing. Like, I don't cry. I cried when yeah. she was born, you know? Yeah. It was crazy. Um, I, w- I
1: won't take up too much time with it, but, dude, so when when Gideon was born, we had this whole – playlist of like all of these like worship medleys and stuff that we wanted to have on like during delivery. Um, this artist that Jenna and I like, we played a bunch of their stuff during our wedding. Um, I kid you not, Gideon came into this world with, uh, how great thou art playing in the background. (laughs) Uh, Um, and it's one of those things that I always reflect on. So like, as he, as he grows up, I'm going to have to make sure to teach him that song. Like, Hey dude, you came into the world to right, this song. Right. Like right. like
0: this is the Lord. You're only here because of the Lord. <laughs> that that is so cool, man. Yeah. I love it. Well, and you know, we're we're kind of in a good season of life. I remember just a few years ago, my, my stepdad was like, Boy, you you guys are in a great season He he said, You know, um <clears throat> your kids are doing well and they're healthy your parents are still alive and you're kind of in that sweet spot. Yeah. And, and he was reflecting back and telling me, you know, that he remembers that sweet spot before, you know, the, the parents got too old and Mm. started to pass away and things like that. This is kind of like a sweet spot. Now two years or a little over a year ago, we lost, we lost Amy's mom, you know, and that was tough. That was the first real loss that the kids had as well. And that was difficult, but there's so much right now, like you're probably in the sweet spot. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, but I think of this verse here, and it's <clears throat> it's something we always talk about at Thanksgiving, but it says um Paul says in first Thessalonians chapter five, and I kind of want to transition and kind of ask you um, something a little different here, but he says here in first Thessalonians five verse eighteen to give thanks in all circumstances for this is God's will for you in Christ jesus mm-hmm. okay so so he says here in all circumstances and you know we may have some listeners today that they're in a different season of life. They're out of yeah. that sweet spot. Maybe they, they're struggling with loss, difficulty. Um, you know, I was just reading the other day. I think it's like something like 7% or 8% inflation rate that's happening in 23. So, like, even to, like, live at the same place you lived in 22 and 23, you're going to have to make 7% more in your income. Well, who's going to do that? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, life, it, it's – it's tough. There's a lot of negative as well that we could point out, but how do we kind of live? Like Paul said, in your mind, in every circumstance, how do we have to kind of navigate that and live through that? Um, how can we do that, man? Like as Christians?
1: Yeah. So I, I lucked out that I was reading this verse this morning. So right when you started asking, I was like, (laughs) yeah, I got it. I got the answer. Um, Psalm 119 to, um, blessed are those who keep his testimonies, who seek him with their whole heart. And, That, that could be the Sunday school Mm -hmm. answer and I'm done. Um, but, but really though, um, when, when things are harder, um, when things are not going according to our plan, one of the things that we can rest in if we are seeking the Lord is knowing that nothing that's going on is catching him off guard. Um, God, you know, if, if we, believe as as good southern baptists that god is all knowing god is in control um his word is inerrant like if, if we believe that god has all of the yeah. power that we say we do then there's nothing happening outside the will of god yeah there you go now it's easy to say that um and yeah. to you know theologically sure. wrap our brains around that but to live that is hard yeah that's um, a good point you know i like i said we were recently going through all the stresses of buying a house and on probably two different circumstances. There were really, really points where I thought this may not happen. Yeah. Like, like that. I just yeah. didn't believe that it was going to. And every time, um, thankfully Jenna nor I were ever having doubts at the same time. Like one yeah. of us would be getting like super down and have a ton of doubts. And the other one's like, trust Jesus. And then we'd flip yeah. like a day yep. later, yep. you know? Um, but truly like, you just have to be able to to trust the Lord and say, Lord, like, look, I don't get this. Yeah. I don't understand right now, but right. I trust you. Yeah, um, that's great. Like I said, that's that's easier said than done, for sure.
0: Yeah, right. So, you you know, there's two sides to that, right? Like you said, there's this theological answer that we can give uh, from the scriptures about the sovereignty of God. And then there's this time... When you actually have to live it, mm. right, and those two can be very different it 's kind of like I heard uh, one pastor say one time he said uh, oh it 's easy to love your enemy mm. until you got one yep <laughs> right yep. And, and and I think you're you're sma- you're right on man you're hitting the nail on the head is like we have to not just theologize about those things, but when those moments come in our life, and they 're gonna if yep. you live long enough they 're gonna come yep." is that we have to live in that sovereignty of God, realizing that, that listen, no matter what happens, uh, it was the best Mm. decision. Yeah. And in the end it'll make sense.
1: I don't, I don't know if you've seen this pattern in your life, but I feel like I, I certainly have where it seems like you'll be in a season of things going, you know, according to us, like everything's going right. Yeah. I air quote, but everything's going right. And then all of a sudden there's some situation and it could be small or it could be, you know, major, it could be a loss in the family um, where God reminds you that like, no, no, no. Like you're, you're trusting yourself too much. You need to, you need to come back and lean on me more. Um, And I feel like every time that thankfully, every time that I start to get a little too proud and you know, Hey, I got this all figured out. The Lord sometimes gently,
0: sometimes not so gently (laughs) reminds me. Amen. You know, it's it's interesting. This morning, I was I was reading uh, in First Peter, and um, and it says here in First Peter, and I and I think we got to kind of remind ourselves of this because, like you said, it can be kind of like a, it can be like a, uh, a Sunday school answer. Well, you know, um, what do we do whenever we we have a loss? Jesus, and how do we? Yeah, how do we stay thankful <laughs> in those situations? Right, but um, here in First Peter. It says, here, um, it says here that knowing that you were ransomed from feudal ways inherited from your forefathers, not mm. with perishable things such as silver or gold, but with the precious blood of Christ, like that of a lamb without blemish or spot. He was foreknown before the foundation of the world, but was made manifest in the last times for the sake of you, mm. who through him are believers in God." who raised him from the dead and gave him glory so that your faith and hope are in God. So those who might be kind of like, seriously, struggling yeah. with the thought of, I just lost a spouse this last year, mm. right? No. Our hope is not in the things of this world, right? Right. Mm. Um, our hope is in the redemption that comes through Christ who conquered all those things. Yep. So if the house situation didn't work out. If I have a loss or I lose my job or listen, my pay rate is not going to match what it did last year. Yeah. I can be thankful. Absolutely. You know because of the gospel. Mm. And so I think our listeners, you know like and again like you said, right now I'm saying that from a position of comfort. Yeah. I might get that diagnosis in a week, you know, that I've got terminal cancer like we we hope not right lord please not right yeah but but how am i to live i can't just theologize about it then i gotta live it out right and and we're all going to have to at some point in the future As you reflect back, Kevin, you just think about, like, all the Thanksgivings that you've been a part of Mm. and the different things that you've done in in your family through the year. Do you guys have any, like, things that you do each year, any traditions, things like that? Uh, Was there any moment that kind of stands out to you as something that was just awesome your family did? So traditions look a little bit different now
1: than than what they did. So to anybody who, who doesn't know me super well, I'm the youngest of four kids. So, um, you know, Jenna and I have been married less than 5 years. So my parents are kind of new to the empty nest world, um, uh, and to all of the the kids, you know, bringing spouses or significant yeah. others, you know, they're they're new to some of that and at least to to all four kids doing it. And when I think of Thanksgiving, you know, we we don't have a ton of traditions like, Oh, well we always put up like the Christmas tree that day. I know a lot of families do that. Or like we always do this thing. Um, I will say that one of the things I feel like does always get prioritized is us being together. Yeah. Um, is us finding time for me and all three of my siblings and my parents and grandparents and for everybody just to be in the same room. Gotcha. Um, now are you college That's, football watchers? Um, or do you guys
0: just chew the fat?
1: Yeah, really a lot of the the chewing the fat. I feel like a lot of times there, – there's definitely sports yeah. talk. Um, my yeah. brother and my brother-in-law, for sure, um, talk a lot of sports. I feel like there's always these, these little side conversations. You'll have the sports conversation. You'll have the, like, Marvel conversation yep. over here. You'll have um, – Jenna and my sister-in-law tend to talk a lot about the, uh, the clothing website Shein. Um, so like I just, you know, the little conversations that you hear about, um, I will share that the first Thanksgiving that I brought Jenna around, Mm -hmm. um, my other siblings had all been, had all been married for a while at this point. So like Jenna was like the last addition, um, you know, so like everybody was kind of grilling her a little hard. I kid you not. I walked outside to meet Jenna at the car to like walk her inside to my parents' house on that Thanksgiving and like all of my siblings and their, their spouses are like crowding around the door in the window, like looking outside, like you can see them from the street. (laughs) That's a great Uh, memory. (laughs) And they're all just like staring and like being really intense. And then of course, like they're all awesome and super nice and they were cutting up. And so when she came inside, everybody welcomed her. And, um, that's one of the stories that she loves telling all the time. It's just like, Hey, remember when like your entire family, like (laughs) just watched as I tried to walk up the driveway. (laughs) So
0: I love it. Yeah. What about now, you
1: guys? Do you guys have traditions? Well, let
0: me ask you one more thing first. And okay. Yes, we do. But like, is there a traditional food in your family? Like whenever that one thing shows up or mom cooks this one thing, you guys have anything like that? It kind of stands out to you. Um, I don't think that there's one like specific
1: thing. I will say that there's, I mean, most of the traditional Thanksgiving yeah. food, right? Like, um, With my family, I think there's usually the bigger debate over who gets to cook, like, the, the most traditional thing, like yeah. who's cooking the turkey. Cause that's a huge responsibility. Yep. Who's getting the mashed potatoes because that's, <laughs> that's a huge yeah. responsibility. There was an argument a year or so ago about, um, are these box mashed potatoes or not? They were too smooth. <laughs> it could possibly not be real potatoes. Right. Um, shout out to my brother who apparently made the real potatoes that year. <laughs> but,
0: wow. So yeah. he won. Yeah. 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 As far as us for like, um, you know, traditions and things we, we, my family on both sides, like we, we get together, we love to hang out. Usually there's football playing in the the background, and sure. so we're having some conversations about it. One of my brother-in-laws, he was football coach at North County, and kind of well, you you actually know him, Justin Marler, yeah. yeah, yeah. And so we'll sit around and maybe talk some some football. You know, that time of year, it's always fun to talk about what's going on in the NFL as well. Sure. Um, and so we sit around and we mainly just eat and talk and just kind of catch up and share each other's lives. Um, kind of a similar situation at my mom's house, uh, although we'll sit around the table a little bit more, but a lot of times what happens is the, the females end up in one room chatting and the guys are around the TV talking (laughs) to the other, you know what I'm saying? And messing with their phones. Yeah. Um, as far as like traditional food, I want to tell you, man, like there's two things that kind of stand out to me. My mom has this special, um, dressing that she makes. Um that's really, it's really unique and it's it's delicious. And it's actually got fruit in it. You okay. Remember that? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So delicious. And then when my brother Mike shows up, he's usually got a pan of these sweet potatoes. Okay. And the sweet potatoes have been like cooked in brown sugar. Mm. And then he has pecans on top of them mm-hmm. and then marshmallows on top of that. Yep. Yeah and and so what I do is I go back and I get the juice yeah. and I actually just pour the juice on everything. In fact, a couple of years ago I thought I was going to have going to like a sugar coma. I started to get <laughs> a little I think my eyes were going bad, you know. <laughs> but it was a blast. Yeah, And so just love to be together with the family and yeah. and that's something too. Don't waste your time um, you know you know, Thinking about negative things or whatever, enjoy that time with your family. Yeah, absolutely. Right? Love on them. Mm. Talk to them. Uh, take the opportunity just to get in each other's lives and, and enjoy it. And be thankful. Yeah, absolutely. Be thankful. Yeah, so, well, Kevin, thanks for uh, spending time with me today in Daniel's absence. Absolutely. And uh, hope you guys have a wonderful Thanksgiving out there to our listeners. And, Kevin, hope you do as well. Thanks, man. You too. Uh, thanks, everybody. We'll see you next time. You bet. See you next time on Kenyan STL Podcast.